0: to The Feminine Focus, a weekly podcast where we explore a diverse range of topics from a female's point of view. Here, we'll dive into a new topic every episode with the aim to educate, entertain, and spark meaningful conversations. Whether you're looking to stay informed or simply want to hear fresh perspectives on different subjects, The Feminine Focus is the podcast for you. Grab a glass of wine and relax. Now, here's your host, Michelle.
1: Hi my beautiful, beautiful people. Welcome to the Feminine Focus podcast. I'm your host Michelle, and I'm excited to be bringing you this episode today. This is my first ever episode so I'm hoping that everything goes perfectly fine. This is going to be a podcast talking about everything and anything. That's why it's called the Feminine Focus because I don't want to give it a set name and then have to stick to that topic for however long so I don't want to do that so I want to be able to talk about whatever I want to talk about from a female's point of view and today we'll be discussing up a sensitive topic it is a growing concern the amount of clients that I'm getting for infertility is just overwhelming. So it's something that I feel as if I need to touch on. So let's just jump into it. Infertility, it's a common issue that affects many couples and it can be difficult and a hard emotional experience. It can be very draining and it does affect a lot of relationships. Let me just give you a little explanation what is infertility really? So I do have a lot of persons coming to me after two months or three months of trying and they're saying, hey, I'm infertile, but that is not infertility. Infertility is when you're unable to get pregnant after at least one year of trying with no luck or if you're unable to carry a full-term pregnancy. That's when You can start looking into infertility, but after two months, three months of trying, you know, just give it some time. I'm pretty sure you'll get your results soon or just continue to observe what's happening. But it wouldn't be considered as infertility at that point. And quick note, it's important to know that infertility is not just a woman's issue. As men can also be infertile, in fact, male infertility is responsible for 30 to 35% of the cases of infertility. Especially here in Jamaica, when it comes to infertility, it's a very touchy subject and men do not like to discuss it. So as soon as there's an issue with getting pregnant We as females, we're so quick to assume the blame and say, oh, it's me, I need to get this, I need to go to the doctor, I need to... And in fact, it can actually be the men or the male in the situation. So whenever you're having issues conceiving, both of you should seek medical attention to confirm what's going on, to see who is the factor who is really having the issue and once you know who has the issue you'll know how to treat it because i have so many persons who have spent so much money with me thinking that they're the issue and after a while they realize that it's the male and they're like if i had done the test from the get-go i would have known and i would have saved so much money so always 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 confirm who needs to be treated So there are many possible causes of infertility. In women, it can be due to hormonal imbalances, age. We all know that as we get older, the amount of eggs that we release to be fertilized decreases significantly. So age plays an important part. As sexual transmitted infections, if you're someone who has had recurrent infections over and over and over and over again. Like you're someone who has had numerous yeast infections, numerous bacterial infections, and you're not treating it. Those things can affect it. And PCOS is also something that's on the rise. It has always been there. However, the persons are knowing a bit more about it right now. But PCOS and fibroid both play a major role when it comes to infertility in women most of the issues that we're we're seeing with infertility it's coming from those two factors i always try to post the symptoms of infertility and the symptoms of PCOS, the symptoms of fibroids and the pain so persons can have a better understanding of what's happening to their bodies and they can have an idea of the issue that they have. However, it's still always best to get confirmation from a doctor about what the exact issue is because we don't want to assume and not get the proper treatment. So always do a checkup to find out what's going on with your body. Remember, knowledge is power. The more you know, the easier it will be for you to manage your symptoms. I've always said that if you know what your issue is, you can always do a little Google research. Everything is on Google, by the way. So once you go and you find out what your specific issue is, And you do a little research, from there you can know, okay, I need to buy this, I need to do this, I need to do this. So managing your symptoms automatically becomes easier. So that's the first stage. Once you find out that you're having issues getting pregnant, the first thing to do is to find out the exact issue. Let's be honest, infertility can take a toll on people's emotional well-being and it can lead you to feel grief or guilt or some persons even feel depressed I know a lot of persons who have said I've cried myself to sleep many nights I'm just so sad I'm so unhappy I don't know why this is happening to me I've seen so many persons getting pregnant why am I not getting pregnant So those things can also take a toll on your mental health and it can lead to feeling extreme sadness or depression. So it's important to allow yourself to feel and process the emotions and to seek support if you need to. But at the same time, it's also important to not allow it to stress you out because stress is another major factor of infertility. When you're stressed, Your hormones tend to fall out of place, and hormonal imbalances can reduce your fertility chances. So the issue that you're having is going to get worse. So try to avoid stress at all costs. I know it's easier said than done because how am I not going to feel stressed? I'm sad. Of course, I'm going to feel stressed, but there are many things that you can do to reduce stress. I realize that being outside is very helpful to me. So I try in the evening, I take at least a 20 minutes walk. I just walk and I clear my mind. Sometimes I do a little jogging and it's really, it's really just a nice little free time. So simple things that can help to reduce your stress levels. Going for a walk, listening to music meditating doing yoga yoga let me tell you when I do yoga I can't stop laughing I don't know what is going on in my body but during those poses and those stretches I find myself just bursting into laughter I'm like what's happening <laughs> I just instantly feel happy like all the worries and all the stress just left my body I personally would recommend yoga or being outside for a bit for reducing stress because that is what works for me. Let me just stop the back and forth, the unnecessary talking and get into the causes of infertility. So as you know, there are many different causes of infertility and The main one that I mentioned before for most women is ovulation issues. So that's when there are problems with the eggs being released from the ovaries. It's one of the main causes of infertility. And ovulation disorders are normally because of hormonal imbalances. So when it comes to that part, I personally normally recommend herbal supplements. Of course, there are many other options out there. Some persons try metformin. Some persons try clomiphene. Is it clomiphene or clomiphene? Forgive my pronunciation. But there are so many persons who has come to me with different options that works for them. So it's up to you to just try each one, give each one about a month, at least a month, to see if you're seeing some form of change within your body. Because once the product is working, you'll have an idea. You'll see some reduction in your symptoms. You know when it's working for you. So you just look out for your symptoms. You can try one at a time. And from there, you can choose what is best for you. Because everyone is not the same. What works for me might not work for you and vice versa. As well as Block tube is also another major factor when it comes to infertility. Let me just explain a bit. So, the fallopian tubes are the tubes that connect the ovaries to the uterus. So, the eggs travel from the ovary to the uterus to be fertilized, right? However, if the tubes, if your tubes are blocked, there's no way. the egg can travel from the ovary to the uterus. Therefore, pregnancy is out of the picture. The fallopian tubes are blocked or damaged. Getting pregnant is just more difficult. If both tubes are blocked, then the chances of getting pregnant is just Non-existent, but if one tube is open, then it's possible, it's a very slim chance. So clear your fallopian tubes are always the best option. As I said, for me, herbal options are always going to be recommended because it's something that I have used firsthand. I have a thousands of clients using it, and they are seeing results. So it's something that I know for a fact that works. I haven't tried anything else or know of anyone that try anything else that has worked so i'm just when you hear me mentioning the herbal stuff it's because it's what i know so yes herbal treatments are very good turmeric and ginger is very very good some persons actually use mucus reliever capsules because majority of the time it's mucus built up it's mucus that is built up in the the fallopian tube so clearing the excess mucus is definitely going to improve your chances of getting pregnant. Another main one is fibroids. It goes back to the same fallopian tubes. If you have fibroids, sometimes they can grow to a point where they're so big that they're covering the fallopian tube. Remember, if the eggs are unable to travel to the uterus, pregnancy is just not an option. So fibroid also plays a role when it comes to infertility in women and for men it's mostly sperm disorders it can be due to genetics it can be due to infections or if the person smokes a lot drinks a lot then that also increases the chances of infertility so you find this most a lot of men will find themselves with low sperm count watery sperm or they have erectile dysfunction and of course my recommendations are always going to be herbal treatments <laughs> because it's, it's just so affordable it's just so cheap and I believe that everything that we need to heal the body was put here for us like everything that we need to heal ourselves are here it's in nature so I always recommend herbal treatments first and if you don't see any changes because remember everyone is different so not everyone will see the amazing changes try it first if you don't see any great changes then you can move on to another option which most likely is going to be more expensive and so forth so you know herbal treatment is cheaper and it's easier to access and it it, it does the job it, it does a great job that's always my first option and as I mentioned before, age, age plays a factor when it comes to fertility. And let's just discuss the possibility if pregnancy does not happen. Because as much as I want all of my clients to be happy and achieve their goals, unfortunately, a few persons don't achieve that goal. So say, for example, 100 person buys or 92% will come back and say, hey, this happened, that happened. And then there's a small amount of persons who it didn't work for. But just in case, God forbid, that does happen, what are the other options? Adoption is always an option. I know, especially when it comes to the males. I don't know why men don't like the topic of adoption I I think they don't feel as if they need to be raising another man's child I don't know why but they're always so hesitant about the, the topic of adoption but of course that is an option if you're definitely trying you've been trying you've been trying you've given it your all and you're just not seeing it happening then adoption is an option I feel as if you love someone else's child as much as you would love your own because when you adopt the child you consider it that child as your child and this is completely unrelated because my child is a cat <laughs> but I adopted a cat and I love I when I say I love my cat I love my cat nobody can tell me say, that cat and my cat that's my cat <laughs> I'm the mother of that cat I'm the father of that cat so I really don't think that adopting is going to make you love the child any less i think if you have love in your heart then you'll still be able to give it to a child even if it's not your biological child once you adopt that child it's your child that's my opinion of course there are surgical procedures such as ivf in vitro and it is expensive it is very expensive and it's also not a guarantee. Nothing is a guarantee because it all goes back to the fact that everyone is different. What works for me might not work for you. I know of persons who have done IVF and they have not gotten pregnant. They have not gotten the results that they want. So it's still never a guarantee. So it goes back to the last option if you've exhausted everything then it comes down to adoption if you definitely want a child you feel as if something is missing and that is the thing that is missing I feel as if adoption would be a very great option I believe that you will love the person just as if it was your own child so you can talk to your partner you guys can discuss it and I know men are stubborn. So when you see when you discuss that topic, you have to put your foot down. You have to be strong and firm and firm in a decision. So if you want to adopt, you make it clear that I am adapting. It's no, we're not going to have a long conversation. This is what is going to happen. That's what I did with my cat. <laughs> Even though it's a different topic, that's what I did with my cat. And he loves the cat now. Like, I think he probably loves the cat more than I do, right? So guys will be guys. Men will be men. They will be difficult. But we're women. We have the power. Just a few sweet words and bam. (laughs) Just a few sweet words and we get what we want. So why not use it to our advantage? I want to talk about some of the herbal treatments because, as I mentioned, herbs is what I know. So a few herbal options that I know are that are very, very good are Vitex or Chaseberry, right? So it, it helps to regulate the menstrual cycle. It improves fertility and it helps in menopausal symptoms as well as macro capsules, majority of you have probably heard about marker root. It's more popular than anything else. So marker root is very good for improving fertility as well as it increases sex drive and provides with more energy for the roles that are needed to conceive. <laughs> so marker root is definitely a plus.
0: Thanks for joining us today. That's a wrap for this episode and we hope you had as much fun listening as we did recording. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, The Feminine Focus, wherever you're listening and never miss an episode. Join us on Instagram and TikTok at thehealthywoman underscore J-A and visit our website, thehealthywoman.net. Until next time, take care.